Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. this afternoon we thank you Holy Spirit we thank you for your presence here oh we know indeed where two or three are gathered in your name Lord you give us your promise that you are in our midst father leave not our presence but let your presence dwell with us and speak to us I avail myself as a vessel just use me oh God and minister to us in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for the Lord as you take your seats. Wonderful. Why don't you um, just get settled and let's, well, Today, I want to share with you a very simple message for a short time, and the title of the message is The Value of a Soul. The Value of a Soul. You don't sound excited. You know, excitement, you are never asked to be excited. You know, excitement is, is spontaneous. But I'm going to share with you the value of a soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, before we do that, before we do that, you know, this is a wonderful church. And how many of you believe that this is a wonderful church? Before we do that, I want us to learn our scripture of the month or the week. Scripture of the week. And our scripture of the week is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 1. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. You are a powerful church. One, two, three. Let us read it. We are going to read it two times. It's a very short scripture and a very powerful one. We're going to read it two, three times. How about three times? Oh, yes. And then we will try and see if we can memorize it without looking at it or say it or quote it without looking at it. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. 1, 2, 3, go. 1 Corinthians Follow after charity and shall I spiritual get, but rather that you may prophesy. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. Wow, wonderful. Isn't it a powerful scripture? Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. He said, follow after charity, desire spiritual gifts. Follow after love, desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Rather, desire that you will prophesy. You see, prophecy, or the ability to prophesy, is not only for special people. It's not for prophets. This is a scripture for Christians. Amen. 
This is a scripture for Christians. Meditate on it and desire it. Desire. Have a hunger for it. That you have the gift of prophecy. Amen. Amen. So one, two, three. Let us say it again. One, two, three. Go. Rather that ye may prophesy. First Corinthians 14.1. Isn't that simple? Okay, let's try it one more time and then we will cover it. And then we will try. One, two, three, go. Wonderful. All right, let's take it off and then we're going to try. One, two, three, go. First Corinthians 14, 1. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. First Corinthians 14, 1. Clap for yourselves. Clap for yourselves. What a church. What a church. Wow. Let us try it one more time. Corinthians 14.1 Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts but rather that ye may prophesy. 1 Corinthians 14.1 Put your hands together for yourselves. Wonderful. 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 That is awesome. You are amazing people. Well, this afternoon, we are sharing on a very simple message, the value of a soul. The value of a soul. The value of a soul. How much does it cost to save a soul? What is the value of a soul? Amen. Now, we are sharing this message also to encourage you that as we are entering the month of July, our month of evangelism, you will have an idea how valuable a soul is. Amen. That it will even entice you to do all you can to also work on saving a soul. Amen. Amen. Work on saving a soul. I am believing God that each church member will save at least three souls. Amen. At least the whole month. How about that? Is it too much? If we save at least three souls, each church member, if everyone will save at least three souls, we are going to save more than 300 souls in the month. Or more than, even more, more than 500 souls in the month. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you don't know the value of something, when you don't know the value of a thing, you trivialize it. Do you understand? When you have no idea how much something is valued, you trivialize it. And you don't treat it with respect. You don't treat it with admiration. You, you, you don't cherish it. And it's because you don't know. You don't respect the thing when you don't know its value. And you cannot be blamed for not treating it with value or not admiring it because you don't know. You don't know how valuable 
that thing is. Amen. Amen. You don't know why you should waste your time on it. Because you don't know how valuable it is. But when you know the value of a thing, you treat it differently. Isn't that so? It is said that the discovery of one of the richest mines in South Africa was in this wise. That um, there were some children playing outside and they were throwing stones. They were playing, throwing stones at each other. So they would throw it and another one would throw it back. They would throw it and that's how they were playing. And there was someone from another land who happened to be there and as they were throwing the stones, one of the stones came close to him. So he also joined, you know, like playfully, he picked up the stone and wanted to play with the children. And as he lifted the stone, he saw a flash. He saw a flash and he says, what kind of stone is this? What kind of stone is this? This stone is different. And that moment, just throwing the stone, picking up, seeing the flash, that moment, that was a discovery of diamond in that land. And immediately, it changed the value of that land. Immediately, it changed the value of that land. Up until then, glittering stones were stones that children played with. Glittering stones were things that children would play with. They would pick up a bunch and they would throw in the water, in the river. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I believe a lot of you have played with stones before. And I believe those stones that you were throwing, if someone just suddenly told you, this stone is of value, you may have gone deep in the river to pick all the stones that you have thrown over the years. Isn't that so? And that is what happened. So they went back digging all the stones that people have thrown, people have played with, searching for everywhere where they will find such a stone. Because someone who came from somewhere who knew the value of such stones now have brought it to the attention that these stones are of value. And suddenly, even the people who live there, they were being moved away. Because you are on a precious land. But they did not know. They were walking around the land. Didn't know how precious that land is. They didn't know that they were living with wealth. Because they didn't know the value. As far as they are concerned, they were just playing with stones. Amen. So if someone had to come from Another place where such stones were not just stones, but precious stones to tell them that they were of such value. Amen. Now, one valuable thing that Christians have undervalued is a soul. Christians, similarly, have undervalued a soul. We have underestimated the value of a soul. In Acts 20 and 28, the scripture says, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you 
overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Amen. That a saved soul is purchased with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, just as the villagers in South Africa, you also cannot be blamed. We couldn't blame those villagers. We couldn't blame those children that, are you stupid? Are you crazy? You were playing with diamonds, throwing diamonds in the river. We can't blame them because they did not know. Amen. They did not know that value. Hallelujah. Now, you also are playing with souls. You see souls in the street, you walk by them, and you don't really care that they are perishing because you don't know the value of a soul. You don't understand the value of a soul. And so you also cannot be blamed. No one can become a serious, committed soul winner if you do not know the value of a soul. You can never become a serious evangelistic minister or an evangelist if you don't know the value of a soul. The moment you understand the value of a soul, you change. Your understanding, your perception, your way of managing and your way of seeing a lost soul changes completely. Hallelujah. Here on earth, we don't value souls. Here on earth, if we see a homeless person, we walk away. You know, we don't want him to come near us. If we see someone who is of a less class than us, we don't want to associate with them. Here on earth. Hallelujah. But in heaven, every single soul is precious. In heaven, souls are precious. Hallelujah. I say in heaven, souls are precious. Our Lord's coming here on earth and the words that he taught us revealed to us that souls are immensely of great value. Hallelujah. We understand that souls are really, really precious. And it is my prayer this afternoon that after this message, you have an idea of the value of a soul. Hallelujah. I say you have an idea of the value of a soul. And perhaps your attitude towards soul may change. Hallelujah. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15, the scripture says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Hallelujah. He says, this is a worthy of all acceptation that Jesus Christ came into the world. The reason why Jesus Christ came into the world, the reason why the king of kings forsook his kingdom, forsook his crown in heaven, and came into the earth and dwelt amongst men, the reason was that he will save souls. Hallelujah. The Bible says, for God so loved the world so much, so much. I don't know if you have one child, what you will give that child for. 
But God loved us so much that the scripture says he gave his only begotten son. His own, I don't know, God could have had many sons, but he chose to have one son. But he gave that only begotten son to die for us, to save souls. Amen. Amen. I believe souls must be very, very precious. Yes. Hallelujah. I believe souls must be very precious. How many of you think that souls must be very precious? If God will give his only begotten son, how much do you think a soul is worth? How much? How much do you think a soul will cost? Now, how much is the blood of Jesus? You see, you see, we think spiritually and we think spiritual terms. So we don't seem to have an idea and we don't seem to understand. You see, unless, you see, that is why whenever Jesus was teaching, he tries to relate things with the things on earth. And he will say the kingdom of God is like this. He will try to bring your mind so you understand. So you have an idea what he's talking about. Amen. So what, what can we compare a soul to? I mean, what can we compare a soul to if we are here on earth? What is so valuable to us? What, is, what can we think of that is very valuable? Maybe a million dollars, you know, to purchase a soul, you know? Maybe, maybe your whole career to purchase a soul. You know, what, what can we compare here on earth? What can we compare here on earth? Jesus compared something here on earth to a soul. How many of you want to know? You want to know the value of a soul? Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26. Are you, are you with me? Yes. Wonderful. It says, Matthew 16 verse 26. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world? You see, we are trying to compare a soul to something on earth. That we can, it can give us because you see, when we think in spiritual things, we cannot figure, you can't understand. But when it comes to our well, then we can have an idea. Do you understand? So he says, What is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What will a man profit? If he will gain the whole world and lose his own soul, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You can sleep on this message. If you are sleeping on this message, you are very unspiritual. Amen. You see, that is why your attitude is like the way it is towards souls. I am sharing with you something very precious. This is the words of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I am sharing with you the words that came from the mouth of Jesus. And you are sleeping. What a shock. He says, what is a man profited? What will a man profit? What gain will you have here on earth? If you get the whole world, what is in the world? What is in the world? 
diamonds, Morgan Stanley, money, banks, banks loaded with money. Come on, Mr. Champon, if a Japan, if they were to give you the Bank of New York, they say the bank, every money that is in the Bank of New York, now it is yours. Man, this man will be very rich. I'm talking about the Bank of New York. Amen. What do you profit? What is a man profited? If I were to give you the entire Bloomingdale's, all the women's clothes, all the women's clothes in Bloomingdale's, and then I add Nostrum to it, and then what else? Zara, I add to it. Macy's. And I, I, all the women's department, everyone that fits you, your size. Which one? Isaac who? Miserali. Isaac Miserali. What does he make? Clothes. What about shoes? What are the most expensive shoes? Who? Palace. Michael Kors shoes. All the Michael Kors shoes. Louis Vuitton. Hey. Who? Beragamo. Beragamo shoes. Are they expensive? So, if I add all of them, all these clothes from all these expensive stores, and all these shoes from expensive people, if I add all of them, and they say, these are all yours. Now, including Payless. <laughs> you say, okay, yeah, use Payless for your backyard and for watering your garden and, and cook. Or for, for doing anakazo. <laughs> Amen. He says, what is a man profited if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul? There is nothing in the whole world that can be compared to your soul. <laughs> Gaining the whole world is not worth losing your soul. Being given the whole world is not worth your soul. Hallelujah. He said, what would a man exchange? What in here? What, in here? what do you have here on earth that can be exchanged for your soul? And the enemy says, I am taking you to the pinnacles. Look at all of this. If you will bow and serve me, I give all this to you. There is nothing in the earth. There is nothing here in this world that is worth your soul. Nothing. Nothing. No house is worth your soul. No career is worth your soul. You can pursue any career enough that you lose your soul. It is not worth your soul. No relationship is worth your soul. I say no relationship is worth your soul. No boyfriend is worth your soul. No girlfriend is worth your soul. No wife is worth your soul. No husband is worth your soul. There is no relationship that is worth your soul. No relationship. Amen. No relationship. 
it means that you, you, you are worthier to keep your soul and be single. Never get married. I said, you are worthier, keep yourself, keep your soul, be clean for the Lord, be saved, and be single the rest of your life. You are worthy. It is worthy. It is worthy to be single. It is worthy not to have a relationship. It is worthy not to have a marriage, not to have a beloved, and keep your soul. There is nothing here on earth. Nothing. Nothing. No relationship. No relationship. Hallelujah. The entire skyscrapers in Manhattan added to the ones in Dubai and all the ones in Singapore all added together. Where else? In Nigeria. The skyscrapers in Nigeria. Where? Japan. Japan. Qatar. The, the skyscraper. What are some of the richest cities? In Ghana, Accra. The skyscrapers in Accra. Amen. All the skyscrapers in Accra added to the ones in New York. Added to, they are not worth your soul. If they are all put together and said, this belongs to you. Can you imagine? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about it? That means that your career is not worth your soul. Amen. I have seen people who follow relationships, follow the, they are in a good place and they are blessed and they follow relationship because the relationship has gone and so I am also out. They don't think madness. They don't think that far. You say, I don't think madness. Amen. It's not worth your soul. Amen. Your children do not, are not worth your soul. Hallelujah. Your safety is not worth your soul. Have you thought about it? Your safety, that you are driving and you say, I am going on visitation. It is snowy. It is winter. I am going to church. And so my life is in danger. It's not worth, it's not worth your soul that you keep your safety. And so you are not coming. It's not worth your soul. Your comfort is not worth your soul. That I'm too sleepy and I can't come to church. You don't think madness. You don't think so far. You don't think too far. Amen. It means your life, this life here. Look, it says nothing on earth. It means your life here on earth is not worth your soul. Your life here on earth is not worth your soul. Hallelujah. If you die sooner so that your soul will be preserved, it is worthy. Than to live in 90 years and lose your soul. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you, church? Amen. Your suffering and your comfort is not worth your soul. That you want to have some comfort. It is too much. There's a scripture in John 20. John 12 and verse 27. It says, this is when Jesus was nearing and talking about his death and what was ahead of him and what he was encountering. And when he was talking about his death, he says, now is my soul troubled. When he thought about the suffering that he was about to encounter, 
He says, now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Save me from this hour. My soul is troubled. He was troubled. He said, but for this cause came I unto the hour. I need to die for them. They are worthy. They are worth my suffering. He said, Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause, it is because of this that I came. It is because of this that I came. It is because of this that I came. They are worthy. These souls are precious. They are worthy of my suffering. They deserve my suffering. Hallelujah. Souls are precious. I say souls are precious. And they are worthy of your suffering. Souls are worthy of your tiredness. They are worthy of your tiredness. That you are tired and you came for evangelism, it is worthy. Amen. That evangelism was done early morning, it is worthy. It is worthy of your reputation. Amen. That you'll be embarrassed as I'm going to witness to this person. He may snub me, he may not want to talk to me, or she may walk away from me. It is worthy of the embarrassment. Amen. A soul, winning a soul is worthy. Hallelujah. Every single one of them. Every single soul is worthy. It's worthy. Hallelujah. The Bible says that it is not the will of the Father that any shall perish. Not single one, not one. It is not the will of the Father. Hallelujah. He wants everyone to be saved. Amen. It means a whole weekend of barbecue to evangelize, to spend that time is worthy. Amen. It is worthy. It is worthy to drive to come and evangelize. Even if only one soul will be one. It is worthy. Even if only one soul will be one. Amen. Last when we had evangelism and I was talking to people and they were giving their lives to Christ. I said, look, it is worthy. It is worthy. Even if one soul will be, will be saved, it is worthy. Hallelujah. If the whole month of July, the month of evangelism, the entire church, we go out. Every Sunday, we go out. We dress down. We put, all, uh, we put down our nice clothes. And for soul's sake, we dress down and we come every Sunday for the whole month of July. And the whole church, we are able to win just one soul. It is worthy. I say it is worthy. It is worth it. One soul. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus would leave 99 souls and he would go out to look for that one lost soul. Amen. Amen. Jesus would leave 99 souls and go and look for that one lost. Now what does that mean? That means that means that as we are here, you see, we would have thought that, oh, we have 99. You know, we have enough. Why should we struggle about this one that is lost? Let us be happy. And let us keep the 99, but not Christ. He will leave the 99 and then he will go after the one lost soul. Now that means that we can gather here as 99 and we are very happy and we feel the presence of God is with us and Christ is with us. But he has left us and he's gone out to look for that one soul. 
He said he left. Look, let us read a scripture. Luke chapter 15, verse 4. Luke 15, verse 4. He says, What man of you, what man of you, that means who amongst you, who amongst you, is there someone? Who is here? Who amongst you? As he was talking, he said, What man of you, what man is among you, who having a hundred sheep, is there anyone like that? Who is amongst us who having a hundred sheep? He says, what man amongst you or what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost? He will go after that which is lost. He will chase after that which is lost. For how long? For one Sunday. For the month of July. For three Sundays. For one year. He will go after that which is lost until he finds it. Until he finds it. He will go and look for that lost soul until he finds it. And the Bible says, and when he had found it, when he had found it, he layered it on his shoulder. He lays it on his shoulder. Do you understand what that means? Do you, can, can I have some scarf? Give me something. Give me something. Give me, give me something. Look, imagine this is sheep. This is sheep that is lost. And then he says he goes to find the lost sheep. And he lays it about his neck like this. He puts the sheep about his neck. He has gone to the wilderness. He has gone to the, the hills looking for this lost sheep. And when he finds it, he lays it about his neck. He places it on his neck. He holds the, the, hand, the forelimbs and the, and the hind limbs. He holds them like this about his neck. He says he laid it on his shoulders rejoicing, coming, rejoicing, happy, rejoicing, coming home, holding it about his neck. He binds it about his neck. He will not even let him walk. He will not even let him walk. This is precious. This is precious. He binds it about his neck. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. He binds it. Hallelujah. Amen. He binds it. Look, when he has found that lost soul, he binds it. He doesn't want it to be lost again. Have you seen a shepherd bring the sheep back? He ties the neck. He ties it and then he puts it around a tree. He doesn't want that lost soul to go back again. He does not want to lose that sheep again. He says he binds it around his neck. He does not want, he, take, he brings the soul, the lost soul back home, binds it. You know, when you tie the soul to the, the, the string, you see that the soul, the, 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 the lamp or the sheep can go around. He comes here and then he starts running, but he realizes that it is bound. It can't go any further. Look, when you bring the soul, he says, I will take your email address. I will take your phone book. 
I will take your home phone. I will take your cell phone. I will take everything that you have. I will take your Twitter account. I will take your Facebook account. I have brought this soul. You are not going anywhere. I will chase you. I will bind you. You cannot escape again. I will have every account that you have. Your Twitter account. Your Snapchat account. Wherever you go, I am after you. I am after you. That is how it means to bind the soul, bind the sheep that he cannot escape again. Amen. He says, he, and verse 6, he says, And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors. He says, look, I brought this soul. Get his number. I brought this soul. Get his number. Get his address. Get his email. This is email address. Get his, uh, listen, try and call him. Check on him for me. I brought this. He said, he called his neighbor saying to them, rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. Here is the person. Here is his photograph. Here is his picture. Here is his address. Rejoice with me. For I have found my sheep which was lost. Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. He does not leave the lost soul to himself alone. Everyone must be involved in keeping this soul. Hallelujah. It's not the pastor's responsibility alone. You see a soul in the church and you just walk by. Oh, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> okay. Oh, your jacket is nice. And bind the soul so he cannot escape. Bind the soul so he cannot escape. Bind the soul. Hallelujah. Bind the soul. Tie him down. Bind him about your neck. Amen. And every now and then, you check on him to see he's still tied down there. Every now and then, pay him a visit. Pay her a visit. Give her a call. Is he still, why didn't I not see you? I came by the tree, you are not there. Oh, you were in the bushes. Fine. I didn't see you last Sunday. Oh, I was in Sunday school. Oh, okay. Every now and then, check to see she's still by the tree. Bind the soul. Amen. Bind the soul. Because a soul is a very precious thing. And when you find it, don't let it escape. Don't let it escape. Someone from heaven had to come and say, look, the things that you are walking around, these people that you are sitting on the train and they look like they are drunk and they look like this, that you are walking, they are very precious. You're throwing these stones. He said, a flash transformed them. A flash of the stone. They realize that it's precious stone. Now the one who knows the value of soul is telling you that a soul is a very precious thing. The whole world is not worth one soul. The wealth of the entire world, all the banks, the wealth is not worth one soul. Hallelujah. He says the same thing in Matthew 18 and verse 12. Matthew 18, verse 12. He says, How think ye? It means, what do you think? What do you think? How think ye? Jesus was asking. He says, what do you think? How think ye? How is your thinking? Say, I don't think madness. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I don't think too far. I don't think too far.
But from today, you will think very far. Amen. It says, how think ye, if a man have an hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray, that he not leave the ninety and nine, and goeth into the mountains, and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. He rejoiced. The Lord would rejoice over you if you go in the month of evangelism to find one sheep. I say he will rejoice over your life if you will find one sheep. You realize that when you bring the sheep to the church, the people are not excited. You say, oh, I brought this sheep to the church. You say, oh, this man, his neck is dirty. You know, he's sweaty, he's smelly. And where did you find this one? And they don't come near. But the Lord will rejoice over your life. I said, the Lord will rejoice over your life. Amen. You say, and then people are, is he homeless? <laughs> people don't want to sit with him. But the Lord will rejoice over your life. I say, the Lord will rejoice. Anyone that you find on the street, the Lord will rejoice. He says, he says, he will rejoice over them than all their friends that you have in a church. That one that you brought. He will rejoice your friends that you go on your birthday, you call them on your birthday cruises and your birthday parties and your birthday travels and part, you go for dinners. The Lord will rejoice with this particular one that you brought than all those friends. 14. He says, even so, it is not the will of your father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. It's not the will of your father that one of these little ones would perish. Hallelujah. It is not the will of your father that one of these little ones will perish. Amen. He says, when you bring such a soul, when you bring such a soul, when you find one such soul, one such precious thing, listen to what happens. He says the angels in heaven, they start rejoicing. Wow, you brought a soul to church and no one is happy. No one is rejoicing. You don't see them excited, but the angels who know the value of soul, the angels who understand how precious a soul is, the angels who understand that this soul is worth the blood of the king of kings, they start rejoicing. He says, if it was just for this soul, the king of kings would have still come to die. And they understand that. And they know that. Amen. Amen. Beloved, when someone dies in sins, that person is going to perish. That person is going to suffer everlasting suffering. It is once like that. It is once. And so when they see such one has escaped this eternal suffering, the angels rejoice. But you see, the people on earth do not rejoice. But it's my prayer that the Lord will reveal to you, the Lord will reveal to you how precious a soul is and how the heavens rejoice over your life when you make a sacrifice to speak to somebody, to witness to somebody, to talk to somebody about Jesus Christ, to share the salvation message with someone. And if you bring such a person to the kingdom of Christ, the Bible says the heavens rejoice over your life. The heavens rejoice over your life. The heavens rejoice. Hallelujah. 
the heavens rejoice. There is nothing on earth that is worth your soul. There is nothing on earth that is worth your soul. Hallelujah. There is no degree that you can acquire that is worth your soul. There is no marriage, no relationship that is worth your soul. Hallelujah. Sister, what's your name? Valerie. There is nothing on earth where the soul of this young lady. Amen. Valerie, there is nothing on earth, nothing on earth, no career, no degree is worth your soul. Nothing. The Lord sees you a precious soul, Valerie. You are a precious soul in the eyes of God. Very precious. And you were to come to the house of God, the heavens rejoice. As you remain in the house of the heavens rejoice. Amen. Nothing, nothing. Helena, there is nothing on earth. Nothing on earth. You say, what will a man gain? What will you gain? What would you profit? If you gain the whole world, what is in the world? The whole world. Everything that is in the world. There is nothing in this world that you can get in exchange for your soul. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And lastly, he says in John chapter 20 and verse 21. He says, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. His Father sent him, and he realized it was a difficult task. But the same way the Father sent him, thank you. Even so, he sends you. Even so, he sends you. Would you go? Sometimes it's very challenging. Sometimes the weather is hot. Sometimes your feet are hurt. Sometimes you feel embarrassed. But as the Father sent the Son, even so, he's sending you. Would you go? Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I want you to begin to pray to the Lord. May he give you a divine revelation of a soul. A divine revelation of the value of a soul. A divine revelation of how precious a soul is. A divine revelation of how precious a soul is. Um, a divine revelation of how precious a soul is. I'm pressing on. A divine revelation of how precious a soul is. Every effort, it is worth every effort. The challenges, the difficulties. Oh, what you will go through just for one soul, it is worth it. Oh, yes. Let it be a prayer. It is worth it. It is worth it. There is nothing on earth. Your tiredness, the amount of money that you spend to keep one soul, to win one soul. I am word bound. It is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. On high. It is worth it. Oh yes. 
harvest is plenty. The harvest is plenty. Anoint us for the word. Anoint us for the word. Christ as your personal savior. My brother, my sister, if you were the last soul on earth, Christ would have come to die for you. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, I want to come to you, Jesus. Maybe once you were walking with Jesus, but now you feel very far from Christ. You want to give your life back to Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Christ. If you are here like that, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, my brother, my sister, Jesus Christ forsook his crown above and he came here on earth to die for your sins. The heavens rejoice as you come back to the kingdom of God. 
the Lord is waiting for you. The party is set in heaven to be celebrated over you. You are here this afternoon. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your prayer, if that is you, with all eyes closed, every head bowed, I just want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll say a short prayer with you. God bless you. I see your hand. Anyone here like that? If you were the only one, the Lord would die for your sins. Anyone here? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here like that? If you are here, you want to give your life to Christ? Lift up your right hand. Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone like that? Anyone here like that? Oh, do not be ashamed of Christ. Yes, it is worth your reputation. The salvation of your soul. It is worth your salvation. It is worth your embarrassment. It is worth your walk. Is that your prayer this afternoon? I want to say a short prayer with you. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Anyone here like that? The Lord is talking to you. He said, if it was only you, I would have died for your sins. If it was only you, I would have died for your sins. The Lord is talking to you. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Keep, up, keep your hand up. I will pray with you. Just keep your hand up. Maybe somebody invited you to church this evening. This afternoon. You just came to visit, but the Lord knew. He says he orders our steps. And he knew you were coming here this afternoon. Anyone here like that? Anyone here? You want to give your life to Jesus? Oh, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come forward here and meet me. Take that bold step and come. Yes. If you lifted up your hand, I want you to come Join if you lifted up your hand. It's okay. Anyone here, if you want to join, any, anyone else? Anyone else? If you want to join, if you want to join, just come forward and the Lord is here to meet you. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord and I want the whole congregation to join. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose up again. I believe you rose up again. On the third day. On the third day. You conquered the grave. You conquered the grave. All for me. 
Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, this afternoon, please forgive me, please forgive me, all of my sins, all of my sins, wash me, wash me with the blood of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I welcome you, I welcome you into my life, into my life, be my Lord, be my Lord, be my master, be my master, and be my savior, and be my savior. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From today, from today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, please help me. Please help me to walk with you. To walk with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank you for these precious ones, O Lord. Lord, your word says. Our steps are ordered by the Lord. Amen. And Lord, before the world was formed, it was ordained, O oh God, that you meet your children Amen. this afternoon. Amen. I pray, O oh God, your word teaches us that this moment, the heavens rejoice Amen. because of your children who have come back to your kingdom. I pray, Lord, build a supernatural shield around them. Amen. Protect them. Let the mighty hand of God be upon them. Amen. I pray, Lord, that you continue to walk with them. Amen. Father, you say, if you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto you. Amen. Father, as you were lifted up from the grave, you have drawn these ones unto Amen. you. Let the covering of God be upon them. Amen. May you go with them and may you come with them. Amen. Keep them in your house. Keep them in your kingdom. May the enemy not have a hand Amen. in their lives. I pray, oh, Father, that your mighty hand shall direct their path Amen. today and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. What's your name? Jackie. Jackie, God bless you. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.